This is Ryan Nidell, host of 15 Minutes to Freedom, a podcast dedicated to helping you expand your mindset and get shit done. Be sure to subscribe to this show and leave me a review if I've been able to impact your life in any way. Reviews help me reach a higher ranking, which in turn allows the message to reach more people. It's my goal with this podcast to positively impact a million people's lives. Also check out RyanNidell.com for additional content. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com. Also find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at Ryan Nidell. Today's episode is How to Stop Cheating, Listener Requested. So I love engagement and feedback from you. And when you reach out to me and ask me to cover a topic, I dive right in. And diving into that today requires me to go back to the days of my cheating ways and how to stop them. This is a topic that I know all too well. Got a lot of history in this. You can ask a series of women I dated from 19 until 31. Actually, my wife, Lindsay, who's been on the show, we've covered our first six months, she would even tell you about my cheating ways. So I feel like at this moment, I can actually say I'm an authority figure on how to stop cheating. At least on what I didn't do to stop cheating and how I could offer you advice today. So I realize, looking back, that the reason I cheated, I was unhappy. I was unhappy in the relationship. I was unhappy with the woman I was dating. But if we really get down to the brass tacks of it, I was unhappy with myself. It's all well and good in today's society and in most situations to want to point the finger outward. Like everything is somebody else's fault. But what I found was we start turning it internal. When you start pointing at yourself, there's all these revelations that come. So I know that I was cheating on these women because I was weak in character, because I was insecure, because I was afraid of conflict, because I was just a shallow shell of a man. Like I didn't put good value into relationships, both personal in a friendship circle and also you know, with the significant with the girlfriends, with the people I was dating. It was just like they were all expendable. You know, I actually had this conversation at the gym with a guy that I train with in the boxing gym in the morning. He just asked me relationship wise where things sit and how do you how do you know? How do you know things? I said, Well, Lindsay, my wife now is the first woman I've been with and I never really got tired of. Like I travel and we get a two or three day, I'll say break from each other, but I still miss her. I still want to communicate with her. When I'm not home, I don't think about another woman. I'm not out searching for another woman. I admittedly don't want attention from anybody else. It doesn't even matter. But I know now looking backwards that there were these psychological and emotional triggers that were going on every time I would travel or every time something would become available for me to cheat on my significant other, my girlfriend. I shouldn't say significant other. So to start with social media, social media to me is a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because it allows me to share a message like I'm sharing with you today and have more reach than I would organically have sitting in my office in Columbus, Ohio. Had it not been for social media, you might not have found this podcast. You wouldn't be listening and I wouldn't get to share the message that I care to share. So there's tons of value to social media. But on the other side of things, there's this unrealistic view of how the world works. I think of how easy it is, man or woman, whoever you are, to start liking the opposite sex pictures. 
not necessarily being a creep about it, liking two or three today, going back tomorrow, liking another two or three, eventually sending them a message like, hey, do I know you from this place? Have I seen you there? It's very easy to open up a conversation. And you can justify it, or I could have justified it in my head and was justifying it in my head that it was just conversation, that it really didn't matter. Like, who cares? I'm just texting. I'm just chatting. I'm just Instagram messaging with some random person that I'm never going to meet. That was a story I was telling myself in my head. That was a fucking lie. I was doing it with intention. My intention was to have that conversation lead somewhere. I was attracted to the way the opposite sex looked on Instagram. I knew that if I liked a series of photos in the right sequential order, if I waited a little bit of time and played the game over the period of a week or a month, I I guess it's called now sliding into someone's DM. I wasn't trying to slide in the DM. I was trying to open up a conversation. There was no pictures of my genitals flying around. There were no shirtless pictures that I was sharing. It was actual conversation. I know this game has changed some because I have friends that still do it. So when you look at that, if social media is potentially one of your triggers, simply go and unfollow the women that are tempting. Like it's literally just that easy. Take your phone out of your pocket right now, or if you're a woman, a man, Take your phone out, set it down on the desk, scroll through Instagram. Every time you see a woman or man that gets you thinking inappropriate thoughts, go up to the top right-hand corner and there's an unfollow button. It's crazy. It's like you don't even know it exists. It's up there in the top right-hand corner. You click it and then you can choose to not see their content anymore. And it's really just that easy to stop those triggers from happening. Okay, well, Ryan, what happens if I break up with my girlfriend and I want to go back out? I want to try to find that person. I'll venture to say they're probably still going to be on Instagram. You can probably still track them down. It's not that serious. It's not that serious if you give a damn about the partner you're with now. Again, there's a chance, like in my world, that I ultimately knew that these women I was dating were deficient of something that I needed. There was nothing wrong with them. They were amazing women in their own right. All of them loved me and cared for me and showered me with attention and gifts and the things that you think would make a happy and healthy relationship. But for me, I knew it was missing something. I'll challenge you, if that's you, to stop and also see what you're missing in yourself. See, I was missing all the pieces and parts of understanding what had went on in my childhood that was causing me to act and think a certain way as an adult. When my mom sits me down at 14 and says, I'm done raising you, it's your turn, you're going to raise yourself and your sister, and she goes out on her own and lives her own life and parties and enjoys what she wants to enjoy, there's an issue that comes up for me that I'm afraid that women in my life are going to leave me, so I don't put much stock in them. If I go back prior to that, when I'm 8, 9, 10 years old, and my father would come home from work and have a bad day and be verbally aggressive or again I had made mistakes but physically aggressive what that did was trigger something inside of me that made it so I avoided conflict like the plague so when you put those two situations together not only my weakened character and unable to go have a tough conversation with a girl saying I don't want to be with you but then I'm also not really putting enough value on the relationship to respect her to honor her when I'm not around her You know, same thing. In my world, it was the gym. The gym was 
easy pickings for me. I knew that I could go to any gym anywhere in America if I wanted to, and I could turn, quote unquote, it on. That didn't mean working out in a sleeveless shirt. That didn't mean flexing in front of the mirror. That didn't walk, mean walking around with an invisible lat syndrome with my arms all spread out. That meant making eye contact with a woman in such a way that was inviting. You know, I was never the lecherous guy at the gym. I was just the guy that kept showing up, working with a hat pulled down over my eyes and my headphones on and would make eye contact until I could connect with somebody. And even back then, if I'm honest about it, now I understand I had the ability to pick up on people's energies. Like it was very apparent to me if a woman was open for an advancement or closed for an advancement. So I would just follow through with whatever her energy told me. So now as I operate my life, I also have my own energy I emit. When I'm at the gym, there is no part of me that feels open to advancement from a female or really male at this point. Hat's still on most of the time. Headphones are pulled on my ears. I'm working out. I've got 45 minutes to an hour. It's not social time for me. It's just time to go. The other side of things is just out in the world. Like, you think about all the places that you could possibly cheat on your significant other. Where, is the, where are these things happening to you? To me, the way I lived my life, it was a gym and social media. That was it. Own my own business, either work from home or a small office. Never had an opportunity, never even thought about doing that. I say that, though, and admittedly, I just lied to you. Not even, not even intentionally. There was a girl I dated from Akron, Ohio, that came into my world because I was working at a web hosting company. Her name was Melissa. She was running customer support and I was running sales. One thing leads to another. I have other girlfriends. But I allow myself to be open to this advancement because I'm unhappy with what I have at home. But I'm too much of a chicken shit just to admit it. Because in some side of things, because people had walked out on my life, I was petrified to be alone. It's like this whole unique conundrum that I was going through of not wanting to have to be in my own headspace alone in my house without connection with another person. So think about that for a minute. Think about in your own life right now. Where are these things potentially manifesting themselves? Like I obviously don't know what you're going through. But I do know that cheating is a choice. And typically cheating comes down to a lack of communication. Where if you're not communicating what you need, want, and desire from your partner, it's going to end up manifesting itself in another direction. The relationship's going to come to an end. You're going to find somebody else that you think can serve that need better, and you're going to act on it. But had you taken enough steps and had enough conversations over a long enough period of time, you would have known your answer if this woman or man would be able to satiate your needs. If they are unable to, it is your responsibility to sit down and say, I can't be with you any longer. I want to go find someone else. That is the part that I consistently failed at. I have a trail of battered bodies, not physically, but certainly emotionally, from in my 20s, of woman after woman that I dated, and then they had an overlap. Most of these girls met each other. Like... They had a meeting in my front yard. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world that I was that weak that I couldn't just sit down and have a tough conversation. But that was my story. But that story, just like the story of Instagram, just like the story of the gym, are stories you have the control in yourself to change. 
Like I control every day now. Sure, as I've shared in past episodes, I follow all types of crazy people I shouldn't follow on Instagram. But every time they pop up, every time I see somebody that doesn't meet the criteria of something that would honor my wife if she was sitting next to me, I simply unfriend them. Same thing on Facebook. Like, it's not that serious to me. I convinced myself in my previous life, if you will, as a custom clothier that the more friends I had, the more connections I had, the more suits I could sell. That's nonsense. Like, what's a woman going to do with a suit? In my mind, oh, she'll she'll help me get her husband or her boyfriend. No, not true. Not worth it. Like, that's a stretch. Like, quit lying to yourself. That's a lot of this, too. Like, we say it in Warrior all the time. Garrett J. White's Wake Up Warrior. Again, that's kingskit.com or wakeupwarrior.com. Stop fucking lying. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to your partner. Stop lying to your friends. Stop hanging around with. That was the other thing I was doing. I was hanging around with people that were encouraging me to act this way. The friends I was associating with, after work, let's go out and have a beer. Let's go out and have a drink. Let's go out to dinner. And the dinner place was dictated and predicated upon where there was the highest possibility for finding the opposite sex that might be interested in us. Now, that was never my game, but I would always go and play the wingman. But why? Like, I had good women at home. There was no need for that. Insecurity. So all these things stack up on top of one each other, but all of them are so easy to unwind now that I'm out of the situation. I said, I know I'll never disrespect Lindsay because it's a choice every day. It's a choice to not communicate with people at the gym. It's a choice that if I do communicate with people at the gym, to have my body language very closed off, to not open my eyes up and allow energy out, to not have it be that there could even be a flirtatious undertone in my voice. Like Those are all choices. So your choice is to either act appropriately or act inappropriately. Both of them have a desired outcome. So in your relationship currently, where is it that you're ultimately not communicating your desires and wants in such a way that your partner can hear them to determine if they're able to fulfill your needs? Maybe it's something as simple as the way you want communicated to. Maybe in your life, your style of communication is verbal. So the fact that they text you all day long doesn't help you feel closer to them. You physically need the verbal affirmation that they care about you. Where is it that you haven't shared that enough so that that person has the opportunity to change for you? And yes, I don't believe, I'll I'll digress for just a moment. I don't believe that anybody should change for their partner. I believe there's enough people in the world that you can be your authentic best version of yourself and find someone that aligns with that. I do, however, also believe that when you care enough about somebody, you will expand your capacity to meet their level if they matter. So prior to Lindsay, I wasn't a big touchy-feely guy. I didn't hold hands out in public. Admittedly, that was because I thought I was going to get caught cheating all the time, and I knew if I held hands, I couldn't bail out of a situation. So when Lindsay and I first got together, and she says, look, my love language is touch. Like, I need you to touch me. Okay, well, now I have to expand. I have the choice. Expand and hold her hand or don't and lose her. Black and white. But don't think that cheating can only happen in, the gym or in, in your relationship. Cheating happens everywhere because how you do one thing is how you do everything. I can assure you. So at that same time that I'm cheating on my girlfriends is the same time I'm cheating in the gym and on my diet. Where I'm not committing to the workout I said I would commit to. I'm not showing up on time. I'm having fast food. I'm doing things that are just bullshit excuses to get what I want. 
thinking that, oh, I can just counteract that double cheeseburger from McDonald's with a little bit more steroids. That was a story. That was a lie. That's how it worked for me. And same thing in business. Like it was so easy to cheat the system in business, like show up a little late, leave a little early, don't have complete transparent conversation with what's really going on in any situation. Just tiptoe around enough just to keep everybody at bay. No different than I was doing to my girlfriends. Yes, plural, girlfriends. I was giving them just enough information to keep them at bay and not have them come searching for where I was actually at because I was certainly with a woman that was not the ones I was texting. So ultimately, if you want to stop cheating, it all starts with you. You have to take the steps and make the determination to stop fucking lying. And when you stop lying every day, you'll find out you can get shit done.